0: Good morning. morning. Uh, Just a reminder, a couple things on our calendar. Uh, For today, this evening, we'll be having a youth group pizza and planning party this evening from 6 to 8 p.m. And any youth who are in the uh, second year confirmation class or higher are uh, welcome to come and attend that meeting. And we'll be planning what we'll be doing for the next couple years in the run-up to the next uh, national youth gathering. Also, next Sunday, we're having a voters' meeting following the second service, and there'll be a light luncheon provided also at that time. Our first reading for this, the third Sunday of Easter, is from the second chapter of Acts. Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ. This Jesus, whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promise is for you and for your children, and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the first chapter of 1 Peter. If you call on him as father who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you are ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for your sake, who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, is the good news that was preached to you. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. That very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. They rose that same hour and returned to Jerusalem and they found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together saying the Lord has risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Apostle Peter wrote today, All flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. These past few weeks, with the warm weather we've had, there were flowers everywhere. Yellow daffodils were popping out of the ground in yards and on the sides of the road, and then the cold hit. Those beautiful yellow flowers turned brown. They wilted, and they started to droop over, and they won't bounce back again. As nice as they looked, their glory faded so quickly, didn't it? The grass right now is turning this healthy shade of bright green. It looks beautiful. But in just a couple of months, in August, it will get hotter. We will get less rain. And before we know it, the vibrant green grass will dry out and turn brown. In a few months, the grass will start to look and feel more like straw than grass. The Apostle Peter talked about the flowers and grass today. He said our bodies are just like them. Right now our bodies may look vibrant and colorful, but it doesn't take much to make our bodies wilt. It doesn't take very much for our bodies to droop and fall over. What Peter said is not very cheery to think about. The beautiful flowers we see are here and so quickly they're gone. The lush grass we welcome in the spring won't even look the same in a few months. And the same thing will happen to our bodies. Over time, our bodies will change. None of these things last forever. None of them will. I mean, it almost sounds like a no-brainer. Of course, flowers don't last forever. And of course, grass won't last forever. And of course, our bodies won't last forever. Why do we even have to say that? But I think we do have to say that. Because so often we act like they will last forever. We can act like the flowering lives we have will always be this way. But they won't. We sometimes act like the lush, green lives we have when we are young will be that way forever. But they won't. But there is something that will last forever. There is one thing that does last forever that we probably don't even think about very much. There is one thing that is eternal, and we probably don't even consider it to be eternal. This is what the Apostle Peter said today. All flesh is like grass and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower falls. But the word of the Lord remains forever. So even though the flowers popping up will get damaged even by a little bit of cold. The word of the Lord will remain forever. So even though the green grass will dry up and turn brown like straw, the word of the Lord will remain unchanging. And even though our bodies will follow the flowers and fade, even though our bodies will one day dry up, the word God has spoken to you, the promises God has made to you, those will never dry up. So what should we cherish in our lives? Should we cherish the things that droop under a little pressure and wilt? Should we cherish the things that can fade away even just in time? Or should we, could we cherish those things in our lives that cannot be taken away from us no matter what? I think we get it backwards sometimes. Are we supposed to cherish and value the things in our lives that are lush right now and green, like good health and good wealth and good times, live for those things? Do we live for those things that will dry up at some point? Things that will just turn to straw one day. Is that what we should be valuing in our lives? Or should we be cherishing? Those things in our lives that will always be green and lush and eternal like God's word, God's promises to us. When you were baptized, God made a promise to you. God made an eternal promise to you. God spoke a word to you on that day that won't change or fade or dry out over time. Jesus said, you have been baptized into my death on the cross. And whoever has been united with me in my death will also be united with me in my resurrection. That is God's word to you. He spoke a word to you, made a promise to you. And that word, that is a green promise. That is a living promise. That's a promise that will never dry up. Every time we gather together to worship, Jesus is speaking a word to you that remains forever. When we confess our sins, sins that have bothered us this week, maybe sins that have bothered us for years. Jesus spoke a word to you. When he said, whoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. And today, I forgive you. I release you. Our sins, what we have done to others, sins that we've done to God, they're wiped clean by Christ. Jesus' word has done this for you, and that forgiveness, that word, That will last forever. The forgiveness Jesus gives will not droop when it gets cold outside. The word, the promise Jesus is making to you will not be here for a few weeks and then gone a few weeks later. Absolutely not. God's word, his promises to you in Christ will last forever. God's word will not wilt. God's word will not dry out. Jesus' promises to you will not expire in a few weeks. They are eternal. His promises to you will not crumble away in a few months. His promises to you remain forever. And the greatest promise is one Jesus made today. In our gospel reading, we heard about two of Jesus' disciples walking to Emmaus on Easter Sunday. And they were like us sometimes. They had things a bit backwards as to what was eternal and what was not. Because they thought the Christ had wilted and died. They thought the life of Jesus was no longer green, but dried up and crunchy. But they were very much mistaken. Jesus came and walked with these two disciples. When they arrived at a house, Jesus sat at a table with them, took bread, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to them. And in that moment, they realized Jesus was alive and living and eternal. In that moment, they believed. They had everything backwards in life. Jesus was not wilted and rotting in a tomb. He was alive. He's eternal. Jesus was not dried up and gone. No, he was alive, vibrant, living, and active in their lives. The word of the Lord will remain forever. Jesus' promises to you are eternal And you hear those promises today. Today, Jesus is here, alive, living, active, moving in your life. And to prove to you that he is still lush and green. To prove he is still making eternal promises to you. To show his greatest promise to you and to give the greatest promise for you. Today, Jesus will take bread in front of you. He will bless it, break it and give it to you saying, take and eat. This is my body given into death for you. Take and drink. This is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. In the Lord's Supper, we do not remember a dead God. In the Lord's Supper, we celebrate the living Jesus. He is not dried up. Jesus is not wilting and powerless. Oh no, the very opposite. He is living, active, moving, shaping your life, remolding you in his own image. And he does this by forgiving your sins every day. He is reminding you that you have a life in him that will not end in death. In fact, your life cannot end in death. It cannot because Jesus won't allow it. Jesus has risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity. And because of that, you will also live with him forever. The grass will indeed dry up and wither one day. But the word of God, his promises to you, will never wither. They will stay fresh and alive forever. And all flowers will fall over and sometimes pass away so quickly. But not God's promises to you. God's promises to you will never wilt or fade. They will never droop. God's promises to you will never dry up or crack. God's promises to you in Christ. Will last forever. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen.